Previously on the Simply Human podcast. Were you were you living on Earth at this point? Uh, was I? Yes, I was five years old. Okay, okay. So uh, <laughs> no, I was living on uh, Venus, Mark. <laughs> I was an exploratory uh, uh, space vessel on Venus. That was a good question. That was a good question. It's episode one hundred eighty-six of the Simply Human podcast with your hosts, Mark and Rick. Two human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed. Job here. <laughs> Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy, and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, another doctor, Dr. David Friedman, is a number one best-selling author. He's a doctor of naturopathy, a clinical nutritionist, and chiropractic neurologist. He's a board-certified alternative medicine or alternative medical practitioner, board-certified in integrative medicine, and a registered naturopathic diplomat. He received a postdoctorate certificate. Oh, no, 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 no. What was the last part? A diplomat? Yeah. I don't know. Does he go to, like, Australia? <laughs> He's just the UN. Yeah. But listen, hey, listen to this. You're going to love this. He received a postdoctorate certification from Harvard Medical School. Hello, Harvard. Is a former teacher of neurology and author of the college textbook. Understanding the nervous system, Dr. Friedman is a contributing writer for many leading magazines, including, oh, I don't know, I guess I've never heard of, U.S. News and World Report, uh, 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 Newsweek, uh, maybe I've, you've heard of uh, Reader's Digest. I have heard that, yes. He's been a guest on over 100 syndicated radio and television shows. Friedman's list of clients have included many top celebrities like John Travolta, Jenny McCarthy, Jamie Lee Curtis, Val Kimmer, and Paul Newman. What, like, why... What lies have been told about our show that he has agreed to be on our show? <laughs> I was to say, hey, listen, pal, you're uh, way overqualified there, Dr. Friedman. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't understand. It's like, all right, uh, Robert De Niro wants to be on your show. <laughs> like, wait, I don't think, okay. <laughs> I think we, uh, we haven't been full disclosure on exactly who we are and what we do. Um, so I had a busy weekend, Rick. Oh yeah, got went went to Home Depot. Had to head over to Bed Bath and Beyond. You got time? No, I had a football game on Friday night that I called on the radio, which has been fun for me. That was Friday. Yes. On Saturday morning, we had a rappelling event, which you did not do. <laughs> I did not do because I am a sissy. <laughs> well, Jeff did it with me. You know, two years ago, Brad, brother Brad, uh, did it, and this year, Jeff. I had the pictures with Jeff. I don't know if you saw on. Fa- I know you're on Facebook, like you know, 23 out of the 24 hours of the day, um, uh, breaking uh, hot sports news. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Jeff is on, and then like that ended, and I went. Straight out to like the event center where we did our World's Okayest Mom. We've talked about that on the show before. We had that event Saturday night. There was like 150 people at that event at this new event center south of town. And uh, it was crazy. There were so many people there, and it was awesome. I got to tell lots of dad jokes. Can I, get, can I uh, give you some of my dad jokes that I told to see what— If you don't mind me uh, sighing in exasperation, then yes. Okay. Here's what I did because it was a World's Okayest Mom event. And I got up there and was had like introducing people and thanking sponsors and stuff. So I you're did. really trying to you're really trying to do the 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 public Mark Rogers right there. What? Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, <laughs> yeah. it's Mark right. Rogers using and, your FM radio. Yeah, voice. and since it's a uh, a mom event, I did a lot of wife jokes. Oh, that's kind of <laughs> you completely misread your audience. <laughs> so here we go. Here's some of them. My my wife threatened to leave me because of my disgusting habits. 
I was so shocked I nearly choked on my toenails. <laughs> I told my doc- my wife I was going to the doctor. She said, which doctor? I said, no, no, just this regular doctor. Oh, no, no thanks. Well, look at that couple down the road, my wife says to me, always hugging and kissing and being sweet. Why can't you do the same like that guy? I said, are you crazy? I barely know that woman. <laughs> My wife just stopped. My wife just stopped and said, "You weren't even listening, were you?" I thought that's a weird way to start a conversation. After, after months of trying, my wife told me she's finally pregnant. Looks like I'm gonna be an uncle. Just opening my can of seltzer. My wife isn't talking to me because Maybe I because apparently ruined her birthday. Hey, not sure how I did that. I didn't even know it was her birthday. I saw my wife slightly drunk yelling at the TV. Don't do it. Don't go in the church, you idiot. She was watching our wedding video. My wife and I laugh about <laughs> your silence. It's like I can't. Oh, I'm waiting for. I'm waiting you know, for the. I want to be. I want to just keep. I want to do this deadpan, and I can't because your silence is so funny to me. <clears throat> my wife and I. Uh, my wife can't stand the fact that I have no sense of direction. So I packed up all my stuff and write. What? Left, right. That's not. That's not. I told my wife she was putting on her eyebrows a little too high. She looked surprised. (laughs) My wife is leaving me because I'm going bald. I'm not bothered. It's hair loss. Oh no, Mark! You did this in public. <laughs> oh, um, I got some new deodorant, Rick. And uh, oh, tell it, tell me about it. The instructions said before first use, use push up, push bottom. up. And after the first time I used it, I could barely walk. It's not good. Push up, bottom. You. I uh, should have called me ahead of time. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. Oh, that was so funny. I can't wait. Like when when you die in like fifty years, I want to go back and listen to me reading your dad jokes and just cry laugh at the the like like your little mouth noises, <laughs> just silence. Okay, and this may I don't know if this is going to make you dolphin laugh or not, but I think it might. <laughs> <laughs> the prospect of me dolphin laughing is uh, that you've you've got you've primed the pump here. Okay, here we go. So after that, it was Saturday night, and we're at, then after everybody leaves, we have to stay up there like cleaning up and everything. It's this big, huge thing, and we were up there to like midnight. I was exhausted because I hadn't slept. Come home and it's Sunday. We go to church on Sunday morning and watch the Cowboys and we have all these people at our house and like the people leave and then we have to get ready and we go to this Young Life dinner on Sunday night. And the Young Life is like a is an outreach, like a Christian outreach for high school kids. And the guy who is in charge of like the Abilene area was my, was in my Young Life group when I was a college leader in college, right? So like, so it's kind of this cool connection, and we're still really good friends. He actually just texted me, and they they like they know that I'll do dumb stuff in front of a bunch of people. So they asked for like volunteer, or they they didn't ask for volunteers. They just said, hey. If you hear your name, come up to the stage. And of course, you know, there's like 500 people at the Civic Center in Abilene, which you have seen. And it's like they name these six people and they come up. And this game they're playing, it's like if you if you know the song that's 
playing. First one to go grab the green bat and hit this like big inflatable thing with it is like and say the the name of the song and like people try to stop you from doing it. It's this whole thing. Well, I get the green bat. It's like this green wiffle ball bat, and it's one of those you know. Like when people, it's like there's this game. You put these huge inflatable things over you, and you like you play soccer, and you're bouncing off people. You know, like they do it like in the, in the bull rings. People get like hit with bulls, and they're wearing those like inflatable things. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know that specific reference, but yes, I know, you know the big giant inflatable. Yeah. That people yeah. bounce against each other. Yes. Right. Yes. Well, I, like I, I guess I, I never I, like, like like touched one of those like felt it they're heavy like they're like heavier like i was thinking they were like balloons you know like where you could like a like an exercise ball that if you hit it would just kind of you know boom and like go off up in the air right like it was like light so i get this bat in front of 500 people and i'm gonna like try to hit this thing as hard as i can with this with this wiffle ball bat and i walk up in like the front of the stage and i like crow hop and like swing with all my might on this thing and the thing doesn't even budge that bat just like like bounces off of it and hits me right in the mouth <laughs> like, like i might as i mean i just i might as well have just like hit myself in the face like if somebody had just like gotten the bat and hit me right in the face as hard as they could with the wolf ball bat and i was like it stunned me like like pretty bad you know like i can't believe it didn't split my lip open and I was like trying to like play it off, play it cool, you know, in front of everybody. But and then like Leverett gets up there and he's like, "If there's anyone in this room that would have hit himself in the face, the wiffle ball bat." I think we all <laughs> could have agreed that it was uh, it's going to be is going to be Mark. So that was my weekend. What'd you do? Go to Home Depot? Uh, yeah, big trip to Home Depot. By the way, uh, I just got done uh, playing softball. Uh, I know we scored one run. I believe the other team scored uh, 20 plus. Oh. It was not good. Uh, we are not a very good team, but um, I hit a field, my one at bat. I had a fielder's choice. We had a player at first, and I hit a ground ball to short and force out at second base. And uh, as the inning was ending, another player on the team said, hey, hey, are you Rick? And I turned around, and I was like, Yes, Lord. And uh, it was. Uh, you think that's what the Lord sounds like? <laughs> <laughs> what are you? He's got a lot of voices. All right, I don't know what to tell you. Um, but he was like, "Hey, you don't know me, but uh, but but uh, uh, I listen to your podcast." And I was like, oh, "No way! I can't believe you didn't text me." Super random stalker man. He was like, "No, I'm Jeremy Northcutt," and I recognized the name. I knew he'd been on the show before. He's like, "I'm friends oh, yeah, with Mark." Yeah. Oh man, super crazy small that world. Is hey, crazy. Uh, why are you playing on a professional softball team, beating the hell out of like a regular uh, <laughs> beer league team? <laughs> but uh, so yes, uh, so two times I've played softball. Two times I've had very good stories about it. So uh, shout out to Jeremy Northcut. Simply human zone. <laughs> Simply human zone. Simply uh, he he is a human. He's listened to the program. So his story uh, was that he was the one. If I remember, he like ran a like a ten k or something and like cut. And like was like yes, know, and like and like, right. like ran ran through with all like the leaders, <laughs> yeah. like in like the middle of like a downtown area, like just like okay, I'm done with this stupid race. And he just like cuts off, and then he like walks a block, and all the leaders are running by. And he was like, oh, here we go, and he just like finished the race with all of but them. So random because like I don't know if he knows what I look like. Yeah, I want, I'm gonna ask him like how it, it, maybe he remembers life. you from the news. 
No, surely not. That's been 15 plus years ago. Well, uh, my last name was on my shirt, so maybe that's what it was. I know. So, I know lots of Bentleys. That is not true. That is not true. That is uh, not true. Oh, <laughs> I know it's not. I don't true. know any other Bentleys except okay. I know one. I know Rob. The reason I know that is because everyone wants to spell it B E N T L Y, which looks really weird. Yeah. So I have to explain to people. Like, I use this line at work. Oh, yes, uh, it's called uh, Detective Bentley. Bentley like the fancy car. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay, okay. Huh. So they remember my name. You're like Bentley with an E. <laughs> yeah, well, there's two, two E's. Oh, right. Um, speaking of your brother, when yes. Jeff and I were on top of the 285-foot Enterprise Tower, ready to repel, there were a couple other people up there with us, and I told it, – it, it came up. There was like it – was a, it was a relevant – story and i told them all the is your dad bald story <laughs> that's such a great story. i know oh it's so fun to tell that story <laughs> that might be one of my favorite stories to tell um okay it is 8 32 let us uh, i'm gonna end the call and call friedman hang on hello dr dr friedman hello all right it's mark can you hear me i can hear you great awesome we and then rick should be joining Yes, I'm here. Uh, here. Thank you for, for uh, your time tonight, Dr. Friedman. We appreciate it. Oh, it's great to finally connect with you guys. Well, Absolutely. Rick, I have some exciting news. Okay. It's taken five years. But did you notice what just happened just then? That you finally figured out exactly how to, like, add someone to the call? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. it just, <laughs> it was literally the first time that I've ever just been like, yep, I am confident in how to do exactly how to do this. <laughs> it, I'm very, very confident. Uh, and you'll never forget your first, so I feel honored. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. That is, that's one way to look at that. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Okay. So, Doctor, this is – we've had a couple of uh, scheduling things. I'm glad to finally connect with you. This is very exciting. I, you know, reading, reading your bio, we were reading it in the intro, and we read your bio, and we were like, okay, somebody lied to him about our show. Uh, why is he giving us 30 minutes? This is ridiculous. Like <laughs> – so, but the first thing we want to do, we do, we do this with all of our guests. We're going to guess your birthday. Okay. And Rick, would you like to explain how this is going to work? <laughs> okay. So we each get uh, two chances. Uh, I can't really explain the origin of this because I really don't even know. But all you can say is yes or no. No. Oh, man, you're so close. Just a simple yes or no. Understood? Okay. Okay. I will go first, Mark. Is that is that all right? That's fine. Okay. Uh, April 7th. No. Ooh. Mark, dang it. Um, I'm going to go. It's not today. Because I feel like <laughs> if it was today, you would have said, hey, guys, it's my birthday. We narrowed it down to 364. I'll give you that. Uh, we narrowed that down. Um, how about, I'm going to say November 4th. No. There was a hint in that. In that, no, Rick. I know. I'm a judging detective. the inflection. Yeah. I'm glad you don't have a psychic show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like Professor Trelawney from Harry Potter. I'm sorry. Let me have my turn. Sorry. Sorry. I'm going to go with June no. 9th. Oh, no. 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 Hmm. Very well done, Rick. I'm going to go February 18th. No. Oh. I'll, I'll, give you, I'll, I'll give you 
359 more guests. All right, we're just, our, 30, our 30 minutes is just us, like, not even January guessing. 1st, January 2nd, January 3rd, no, January 4th. No, we're, like, doing it out of order. And then the whole 30 minutes is us trying to remember if we've guessed this one yet. Like, we can't even remember, like, oh, which yeah. ones we've done. <laughs> yeah. All right, what is it? What's your birthday? It's in January. Oh, I was close in my February. January what? 25th. 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 My uh, dad's is the 24th. My grandmother's, my grandmother's was the 26th. My brother-in-law's is the 22nd. Wow. I'm part of the family. You're part of my family. Now now you have to. Now I have to send you a (laughs) card. Dang it. Um, I just want to know, is is the next thing going to be guessing my social security number and then my mother's maiden name and then you post this podcast? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) We like, that's, that's how we just kind of like soften you up a little bit. The next thing you know, you're telling us like, yeah, your deepest, darkest secrets. Like then I have identity theft. Like, Oh, I don't know. I just get, get, they they guessed my social security number, my birthday, my mother's maiden name. (laughs) Like there is no such thing as the simple human podcast. Like, yeah. Like what is this? Identity thieves. Yeah. Last week we had a guy when we guessed he, the first one he was like that's it and we were like all went crazy and after we went crazy he was like I was just kidding that wasn't it <laughs> like oh, oh my god like record to reflect however that I am the only one who has actually nailed it one time uh, it was the greatest moment of my life <laughs> I have it memorialized in a plaque yeah of all. And he has two uh, children. It was the greatest moment yeah. of his life. Wow. Yeah. Listen, like hole in one at golf. Yes. You've mastered that once. Yeah. Exactly. Precisely. Okay, Dr. Friedman, let's get on to business here. Um, we want you to kind of give us your story. Like, how did you get to have such an incredible intro? Like, what is your story? Well, basically, you wanted, you wanted the story of why I really focused on writing this book and, and what was involved there. Yeah, just kind of how you got to, like, what you're doing now. Yeah, well, basically, I wrote Fruit Sanity after 18 years of frustration that I endured as a syndicated TV and radio host expert. And what I did is I interviewed hundreds of scientists and I interviewed doctors and best-selling authors. And my goal was I wanted to share information to help my audience reach their optimal health. Unfortunately, that's not what happened. Instead, every guest would contradict the previous expert, leaving everybody, including me, more confused. I had proponents from the vegan and the paleo and the Mediterranean, the gluten-free and the low-carb diet, and their opinions were as different as night and day. And I know, I don't know your ages, but I'm sure you remember when that long ago, oatmeal used to help balance blood sugar. Now we're told, avoid grains. They spike our blood sugar. Right. (laughs) Egg yolks are bad. Egg yolks are good. Yeah. Say it again. I couldn't hear you. Oh, I said, egg yolks are bad. Now, no, egg yolks are good. Now it's bacon yeah. is bad. Now what it's about good. what about coffee? Remember that? It yeah. used to be the worst thing, and now it prevents disease. Wait, wait, wait. No, last week they said uh, it causes cancer. Wait, wait. I forget what week we're in. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so that that's is why super. I wrote the book to basically go through all the fads, facts, and fiction and, and figure out what are we supposed to be eating. I like that. Fads. I'm writing that down. Fads, facts, and fiction. So, yeah, I, that's what I tell people, too, when I'm talking to them. It's like... There isn't, like, if you hear something and they're like, this is the way to do it, like, avoid that person. Like, there may not be, like, like everyone is kind of different. Like, we, when you look at uh, across the human history, the the varying different things that humans have eaten from the people that lived along the, at the equator that ate, like, lots of fruits to the people that, you know, the Eskimos, you go all the way to the other extreme and they're eating, like, literally nothing but animal fat. And, and it's like and, there are healthy like, people in both of those areas and then everything in between. Those people, wait, they ate grains? But they, you're not supposed to eat grains? They're going to get wheat belly and all this stuff. And so, how, like, how do you, like, make sense of all that? 
Well, what I basically do in food sanity, I use something different that that I because I've read all all the books and I reviewed them, and and I offer a common science meets common sense approach to figuring out the culinary conundrum. Unfortunately, we can't solely rely on scientific studies because, as you know, those can change sometimes weekly. Right. Plus, many of them are biased, and I spell that B U Y A S E D, meaning they're bought and paid for. So I show the reader how to avoid these paid for unreliable scientific studies. Tap into their instincts trust their gut like you guys are doing you're talking trying to figure out trust your gut instead of relying on what you hear in the media and then we explore the biology of the body and if we're designed to eat it so when you combine these three things common science common sense and biology you basically have a foolproof blueprint that shows you what we should and shouldn't be eating it's kind of like a, a lie detector test you can apply that right. to every chapter and if all three match hey you know you're supposed to eat it so take take like society and modernity out of the picture and take away like any sort of pre-existing condition or anything like that. Like what is the design? Like what are how are we supposed to like eat and move and all that? Well, I pretty much researched the most healthiest cultures on the planet and also patients that came in that were, you know, 95, 100, 103. And I asked them what their diet was. And then I went to look around the cultures around the world. And primarily it's Primarily, it's it's plant based. Primarily, a little bit of uh, meat, but not the reverse. I like what's called a flexitarian diet, which is flexible and vegetarian mixed. So primarily plants, we can all agree plants are good right. for us. Not everybody agrees that meat's good for us because there is science showing that, hey, too much of it can cause certain ailments. So we kind of all agree on the, so the majority wins. Right. Right. So what is like a what what is a daily uh, a look into your life? Like what is your routine as far as from a nutritional standpoint? Yeah, again, uh, pretty much if, if you've got a, a plate, it'll be 80 percent, you know, vegetables. I'll do some organic <laughs> food like chicken. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're getting this kind of weird echo thing, but uh, it it we just we'll just power through it. it. It's just like very very brief, and then it goes back. Let hopefully. me try to plug up. Let me try to plug something in. Hold on, let's see if this helps. Okay. Radio. I try to plug another mic and see if that works. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I think that might sound better. Okay. Yeah. So basically, it's uh you know. Pretty much plant-based in general, and then I'll do a, a little bit of the wild-caught fish. I do agree with the organic chicken. Not so big into pork and, and beef, and I do go into that really, really in detail on why, not just the biology, but really some of the science behind that, that that's not the, the, the primary food where other people say, hey, that's all I eat is bacon for breakfast and right. hamburgers for lunch and, and beef for dinner. God bless them. Let's see if they're around in 10 years. Right. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm interested. Like Longevity is like a really big thing for me. And it's like, you know, I've, I've seen the studies and read the books about, okay, the people that are like live to a hundred and, and beyond, it's like, you know, there's, there's some people that, that are a hundred years old or older that have smoked. There are some of those that have drank. There are some of those that, you know, like there's all these things like, like what is kind of like in, in, in your experience, as far as your patients, like what are some of the common denominators that get you to the 90 years and on? Yeah, you broke up there in the last part, but I think you're asking what's what's the common denominator. Uh, I have a patient who's almost 100 years old. He's sharp as a tack. He plays golf. He's uh, hilarious. He's got a memory like I've never seen anybody. And I said, what's your secret? I said, well, what do you think your secret to longevity? And he said, for over half a century, he's eaten a, a bowl of blueberries for breakfast every single day of his wow. life. And if you do some research beyond that, they have paranthocyanidines, which is an antioxidant. They've been shown to actually help memory. And they're just one of the highest 
auric levels, which is, you know, the antioxidant capacity. So, wow, after he told me that, I really increased my blueberries. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, I've also heard and seen like the the amount of like muscle mass in your prime can also help because as you start to deteriorate, as you age, I don't know, that's a bad word for it, but um, the, the, the more like mass you have to deteriorate, not necessarily you know, unhealthy mass, healthy mass that you have the longer, you know, like as far as how active you are and, and just how, um, how, how your mobility and your flexibility, like if you're, if you're glued up and can't like get down and get up off the floor at age, like 50, like you got no shot to make it to a hundred stuff like that. So a lot of times like the biomechanics also play a pretty big role from what I have read and understood. Yeah, very true. But the, the body does it bounce back. So, yeah. you know, I always say in my book that it's it's never too late. You know, you get a do over. Right. And that's why if somebody stops smoking now in seven years, they've got brand new lungs and your right. blood replaces every 21 days and your your bones are like every three or four years. So your body rejuvenates. But is it going to rejuvenate with something crappy you're putting in your body? Right. Or it's finally something good. And that's yeah. the key. You are what you eat. Yeah, I got that. Man. And that like to that point, like when I go up, like my kids are in elementary school, like when I go up and watch what like 95 percent of all the kids are eating and i'm thinking these kids are growing they're like i'm thinking of like putting like you know not maybe not the the scene from ghost with uh you know demi moore's hands and and you know maybe not that but like we're throwing like clay onto these kids as they're growing and they're and they're building muscle and they're building bones it's like what are we what are we making all that stuff with you're right it's just like we're making all that with like uh, uh ice cream sandwiches and french fries you know, it's like yeah. like they have no sh- they have no chance. You know, but yeah. Anyway, so so kind of on that note, like what like what are we doing wrong? Like as a society, you know, like we're still the most obese country of all the developed countries. Like what are we? What are the things that we're doing wrong? Like kind of the big the big ones. Yeah, well, you know, one of the most common questions I get is which which weight loss diet works. There's so many of them; it's all contradicting. And my answer shocks everybody that asks me. They all work, whether it's eating your for your blood type, Atkins, Paleo, Zone, Keto, Nutrisystem, or Weight Watchers. If you follow the program, you will experience weight loss. They right. wouldn't be around as long as they were if these programs didn't work. Unfortunately, the results are usually temporary, and they, this research shows 95% of those who start a diet within a year will gain it back and then some. And one of the main reasons why so many different diets initially work is because all they have one thing in common they change a person's routine they promote eating different foods different ways at different times whether it's eating great foods or steak three times a day or changing your portion sizes or going vegan when you mix up your daily routine you're going to alter your metabolism change your blood glucose levels which in turn can lead to weight loss the key is keeping it off so in my book food sanity i look at the word diet it comes from the greek word diatia which means way of living that's the key to achieving permanent weight loss. So I share how to get in touch with that true meaning of the word, your way of living. And that doesn't just include eating habits. Permanent weight loss can be achieved by three things, eating healthy, avoiding obesogens, which are these chemicals that cause weight gain and getting deep restorative sleep. That's the secret recipe. Those three things and you'll lose weight. And you know what? Five, 10, 15 years, you'll keep it off. Ooh, I'm putting a secret recipe in the show notes. Um, okay, hold on. There was something you just said that, that sparked something. Dad gummit, I do this every now and then. See, like I, I stopped and I wrote a secret recipe and then I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, um, obesogens? Yeah, let's see. It was something about, oh, I'll think of it in a second. Um, oh, Mark. I know. Nice. Rick, tell a joke or something while I think of this. Um, 
No jokes. No jokes, yeah. huh? Um, okay, then you also said the three keys to weight loss. You just mentioned it. Um, maybe something. Oh, oh, I know what it was. Ha ha. So the like the word diet, like like people use it as a verb in our society. Like I'm dieting, right? Like right. that's not diet is a noun. Diet, like we have a diet. Like lions have a diet. Lions right. don't like diet. Right. And so I think like that's one of the things that I think people need to sort of flip that switch that when you think of something like it needs to be like sustainable change is like this, you know, with as far as the intentionality part of it, like you can say the same thing about your finances. Like if you don't like have any idea what how much you're spending a month or like how much you exactly is coming in, like any any sort of budget you put together, it could be like the, the like the most dumb budget of ever. But any intentionality on on like mindlessness, you're gonna it's gonna result in some change, right? So so if you're just like eating whatever you want, anything you can try anything, it does, like the the most ridiculous diet you can think of, the cricket all cricket protein powder diet, like you're like any intentionality is gonna you're gonna see some change because you're probably gonna be cutting out some of the bad stuff. Now is that gonna be like like what's gonna what you're gonna be doing in ten years? May, probably not, because if it's not like a sustainable like thing that you can continue, it's just like this. You know, I'm gonna lose ten pounds in ten days type deal. So, so yeah, I really like that. So any being intentional about it is is good, but you need to make sure it's something that you're gonna be able to do for long term. Like the guy that ate blueberries every day for fifty years, like that's something that he that obviously was a very sustainable behavior that he was doing. Right. And, you know, the, the one simple thing, I got one sentence. It's my diet for losing weight. If, if you want to lose weight, you live by the mantra. If it's white, keep it out of sight. And that means stay away from the white foods. And right. just doing that will keep your blood sugar balanced, increase your energy and help you sleep better and lose those unwanted pounds. And white foods are those that have been processed and refined like milk, flour, sugar, salt, corn or anything made with those ingredients. Right. And there's a few exceptions. Of course, you've got your, your white foods that are good cauliflower, garlic, mushrooms, onions, bananas. Those are all okay. So just by doing that. Now, people say, well, wait a minute. You just named everything I eat. What right, do you mean? right so, exactly. But guess what? You can still eat those, but just do the natural versions instead of these processed. Right. For example, instead of white salt, go with black volcanic Hawaiian salt or right. Redmond ancient sea salt. They have over 80 essential minerals and they make you full. Right. What man has done is he stripped those great minerals that make us full and make us actually use them for energy and stripped them and it makes us hungry. And you know who knows the white table salt makes you hungry? Uh, fast, fast food restaurants. That's why they All salt right. their food because it makes you want more. Um, movie theaters, salt their popcorn. Right. They know you're coming back for Juju well, like, and some Coke. Yeah, Pringles. So, Can't eat just one. It's just because there's no inherent like inherent, uh, nutritional uh, value in that stuff. And so your body isn't getting anything. So you're just like like satisfying your palate and there's really no... Uh, that your body's not getting what it what it's like. Okay, well, I, I got this taste that normally comes along with you know this list of things that I that I get. Well, I didn't get those things, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna like force you and drive you to go get some more of that because they're we we you know you ate the wrong thing there. This, this is kind of a trick. So exactly, and that's, and that's yeah. exactly what's and, going and what's on. Fu it's funny. I, I get all these experts saying salt's the worst thing to eat. You know what? That's so untrue. We're made out of salt. Mm -hmm. We're 70% salt water. You when would we die without healthy. salt. How can yeah. salt be bad for us? Right. It's what we're made out of. Without it, we die. Yeah. Just you want the right kind of salt, not this junk white processed salt. And same with sugar. Instead of the white processed sugar, you want to go with stevia, monk fruit, or xylitol, which made from the birch tree. Right. And instead of white flour, you go with whole grain flour, quinoa, almond, or cashew flour. So you can still eat everything you love. Just stay away from the white. If it's white, keep it out of sight. You will lose weight. It's, there's my diet. Right. 
right. So one sentence died. It truly worked. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So is Sprite considered white? It rhymes with white. <laughs> but is it if it's white or Sprite? Keep it out of sight. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then and then speaking of pigs, um, you said in your uh, in the pork section of your book. This I love this in the talking points. You mentioned how pigs don't sweat and how if a snake bites a pig, and this is relevant to me because I I uh, Rick I mountain bike. I don't know if you know that. Um, but there <laughs> are know. rattlesnakes. You fell, you fell into a cactus one time. Shut up. And I, like, <laughs> there's snakes all over the place where I live in West Texas and there's rattlesnakes everywhere. So if a snake bites a pig, the snake is more likely to die. Why is that significant when it comes to our diet? Like, What's going on there? Well, you know, there's an old saying out there, sweating like a pig. Right. And actually, that couldn't be further from the truth because pigs don't sweat. And what that does is it leads to toxins remaining inside their body and ultimately ingested by humans that eat them. Huh. And that's why the pig's outer layer is so thick and filled with toxins. If a rattlesnake bites a pig, the snake is more likely to die than the pig. So I'm not a fan of eating pork, but if it's something you choose to eat, go for the leanest, less fattening and healthiest option, which is the pork loin, the center portion sold at the center loin. That's the best option with the second best being the tenderloin. And make sure, of course, it's grass-fed or free-range. Right. And if you're eating ham, if that's what you want to do as part of your diet, eat it baked. And prior to baking your ham, make linear slices on the meat and place it on a meat rack, which allows the excess fat to drip away. Just stay away from the fat part. So that's what I do in my book. I don't really say it's my way or the highway. I right. say, hey, pork's not the best to eat. But hey, if you want to eat it, here's the best way to go for it. Pigs don't sweat. That's also like saying, uh, like the like the phrase "sleeping like a baby." Like, oh wait, oh, you're, you're, <laughs> I just said that today. Really? Said, it's like I you're slept like a baby. I said, did you wake up sucking your thumb in a puddle of urine? Yeah, like you you wake up every two hours <laughs> I, screaming out for I, your mom. I, like what? I, that's terrible. <laughs> I did, did all of those things this morning. Like, is that not? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah. Oh, well, Rick says he sleeps like a baby. He's normally waking up and he's got a, a boob in his mouth. Okay, we're moving on here. Let's see what's the next one here. Is your mom around? I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. <laughs> he did. He did. All right. You mentioned milk already, but let's talk about milk. Okay. So obviously, everyone knows, Doctor Friedman, that you can't survive without calcium, and the only source of calcium on planet Earth is milk. From like a non-human animal, right? That's that's the truth, right? Well, you know, people drink milk for its calcium content for strong bones, but here's the thing. Before that milk goes to the grocery store, it's pasteurized, yep. meaning it's been exposed to extreme heat. And here's what that heat process does. It destroys bacteria, which is great, right. but it also renders a lot of the milk's calcium content insoluble. It's destroyed during that manufacturing process. So people say, well, what if I could drink unpasteurized milk if that was available? It still wouldn't give you enough magnesium needed for your body to absorb the calcium. The calcium to magnesium ratio in cow's milk is 9 to 1, 90% calcium, 10% magnesium, and most experts recommend one-to-one. -one. Guess where you get one-to-one -one ratio? From plants, the same right. place that cows get their strong bones. They yeah. eat plants. They don't drink milk. Right. Gorillas, pretty strong animals for bones, right? Yeah. You tell me they have milk? They eat plants. Let's go even bigger. Elephants, the biggest, strongest bones on the planet, they don't drink milk. They eat plants. So I say skip the middleman. Let's okay. go with the plants. Right, right, right. Oh. Yeah, I also think it's interesting, like we've said this before, but like humans are the only mammals on earth that drink like milk from another species, right? Yeah. Like that's, which so, is kind of interesting. And it's like this whole, like, how did we get it so wrong on like the whole like breast milk thing? 
and like, well, oh no, we can science can figure out this formula. This is way better. Now, like in some cases, you, it, it, it's great that we have it because there's just some times that that intervention is needed. But for just like a convenience thing, like that's just uh, that's just the just anyway. Like, yeah. Well, one there. of the main reasons that cow's milk's bad for us is the protein it contains called casein. Right. And casein in cow's milk is also used to make glue to hold together wood. Think of the cow logo on Elmer's glue. Ching ching ching. Wow. <laughs> so if you were to swallow a, this glue like substance in milk, your body thinks it's an invasion. It attacks it. So it's the same thing. This casein is a glue-like substance, and our body produces mucus and bronchitis and allergies huh. and all types of ailments. So it's not the best thing to do. But you know what? You can still have milk. There's so many great options. What do you need to have it from a cow? Right. You got hemp milk, almond milk, coconut milk, cashew milk. It's delicious. You, you can, don't need uh, to have it from a cow. You can milk the old almonds in, in a little <laughs> thing, them. in a little yeah. bucket. Almond nipples. Yeah. Awesome. Um, okay, hang on. So let's talk quickly. We, we're coming up on time here, but you know, there's vitamins, and there's all the. And I love the the, the comedian. that's like, okay, we thought there were going to be a lot more vitamins, so we named them like A, B, C, D. There's like all these different like B vitamins, and then we got to like like uh, <laughs> D, and we're like, okay, we've we've named them all. So then they just go to like K, and they're like, okay, we're done. We're done with the naming of the vitamins. So let's talk about vitamins and how some of them can contribute to the cause of diseases instead of prevention. How can we choose? Do we take a multivitamin? If so, which one do you take? Is it better to get it from food? Like, let's talk vitamins. Yeah, you know, people think taking vitamins comes without side effects, but there's so much research proves that's not true. There was a British medical journal study showing that calcium supplements increase the risk of heart attacks by 30%. Johns Hopkins research showed uh, vitamin E supplements increase a person's risk of dying from all causes. And I love the one I read from Mount Sinai saying vitamin C supplements cause genetic damage to your genes and offspring. Now, we're not talking about whole food natural supplements, which are good. We're talking about those created by scientists in a pharmaceutical lab. And that people don't realize it's the pharmaceutical industry owns all of the major vitamin companies. Bayer makes one a day, Flintstone Chewables, Theragram M makes, uh, was made by Bristol-Myers Squibb, Centrum, the biggest in the world, is owned by Pfizer, and they make, you know, the Viagra. So just like the drugs they make, there's nothing natural in these vitamin supplements, and in my book, Food Sanity, I share how many of these vitamins they use are created with potentially toxic chemicals used to make antibiotics, used to make antifungal, I mean, I've got all these chemicals, we shouldn't have, we weren't... We weren't born in a laboratory. Our vitamins shouldn't come from the laboratory. We're natural. We need natural vitamins like we do food. Right. we got to stay away from this synthetic. So really, the way to find it out is ABC, absorption, balance, and certification. Absorption, you make sure that it has whole food supplements in there. Look for words like leaf or fruit or extract, plant, stem on there. That tells you that it is natural. Balance. Look for like, you know, only in pill form do you find hundreds of thousands of milligrams in nature. It's just about balance. Uh, with nature, a little goes a long way in certain Certification. Look for a CGMP certification. C- that means well, it's past stringent C- good manufacturing practices. So you're not getting junk. You're getting the real thing. So that's the ABCs of finding a good supplement. Did you say CGNP or M? 
Say it again. It's GMP, good manufacturing practices. Mm. If you see GMP on the label, that means it's passed some really stringent good manufacturing practice cool. regulations. And what's in the bottle is actually on the label. Uh, GNC was recently sued. There was over 20 uh, supplements that didn't have what was inside of them. Oh I mean, you gosh. just don't know. And right. you're paying this money. It's like it's expensive urine. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. It's like, yeah, it, there's so many things. I mean... <laughs> Not to not to bring like drugs into it, but like a lot of times like like drugs on the street, you know. And I read I read a book, Rick. I don't have any experience in this, um, but it's well, like you get these addicts who have like potholes in their skin because they're like you lace this drugs with like cement, and people are injecting this into their bodies. And of course, that's going to have like that's an extreme example, but it's kind of the same thing when it's yeah. like you don't know what you're putting into your body, and like is your body even like supposed to? Do that. It's like I say this with like movement a lot. It's like like running on a treadmill or like doing like the elliptical is like sitting down to a meal of like supplements. Like like yeah, you can exactly you can your body can like do something with it. Like, but that's not how we're designed to eat. Like, that's we're not designed to have these little reduced things like, because there's so many different factors in what's around those things and other things. And like, we have these uptake, uh, you know, cells and enzymes, and they're all working together. And your body wants to get in there, and just like taking it down to one strips away all the context. And a lot of the times, we don't even understand the context, which is even more mind blowing. That we're like, ah, oh, it doesn't. We don't know the context. It obviously doesn't matter since we don't understand it. Um, it's so true. But, yeah. you know, I have a, a, a chart that really shows all the vitamins we take. And then when you buy it from synthetic version, it's the chemicals right to the right of it. It's like methanol, benzene, acetate. You got petroleum esters. These are things that are used to make antibiotics. You got N2-acetic acid, which is used to make antifungal medication. That's how you make vitamin B. Right. I mean, this stuff, it's, it's no brainer. We weren't supposed to take this stuff. But you know what? I'm a nutritionist. I'm not saying that nutrients are bad. Right. We just need them from whole foods. Right. Stay away from yeah. nutrients, people. Yeah. Yeah. We're not <laughs> saying that. Yeah. Just the the real kind. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I've, uh, your book is on Amazon. Are there is there another place to get it? Or is there a website or anything we can direct people to? Yeah, it's available everywhere books are sold. You can go to Barnes & Noble store, Books A Million, but you can go to foodsanity.com and you can actually see a little bit about it. And I've got a, 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 um, a e-book with recipes. I couldn't fit recipes in the book, so I actually offer that as a compilation. It's a 92-page ebook Sweet. and we talk about hey if it's white keep it out of sight you're going to see breakfast lunch dinner desserts delicious desserts foods de de eating good food doesn't mean you have to eat lousy food it's right. very very delicious and i show you how to do it and that way it's a diet you want to stay on because it's a lifestyle cool awesome all right now a question that uh we ask all of our new guests and what is one thing that you enjoy about life or something you do that makes life more enjoyable I think it's looking at the positive of everything instead of calling it an alarm clock. Alarm is such a negative word. I call it an opportunity clock. Get up and go clock. Who wants to be alarmed first thing? Right. Uh, <laughs> if, if it's, hey, go to the second red light, make a left. I say, why do they call it red light? It's green 85% of the time. Let's be more positive. Oh Let's my call gosh. it a green it's light. It's a green light. Yeah, and that's kind of what I do. I look at things more in a positive. You'd be surprised how negative we are and we don't even realize it. Alarm clock. Yeah, it's like an alarm clock should just like, it should wake up. It's like your mom's voice saying like, oh my God, I have cancer or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, oh. it's a fire. Right. Fire, fire, fire. Get up. Right. There's a man in your house. He's got a knife. 
Yeah, something like that. Like that's an alarm clock. Yeah, oh my gosh, I'm gonna start using that. The alarm first thing in the morning, man. You start your day off being alarmed. Actually, my clock has a chime. It's a very soft chime, and it wakes me up, and it's soothing, man. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah. What's that in the morning? Right, yeah. right. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. Awesome. All right, well, Doctor Freeman, this has been awesome. I cannot express how thankful we are. I'm gonna try to get this up on Friday. I'm not gonna have kids this weekend, Rick, so I have no excuse. Uh, right to not it? have this up Friday or Saturday, and I'll I'll uh, email um, the booking agent and all that whenever it goes up, gets you the link and all that. So really appreciate your time. This has been awesome, and uh, we wish you the best. And hope to have you back on in the future. That's great. I don't know if you heard it. They announced that the uh, the two guys that stole the calendar. Did you hear? They both got six months. <laughs> See, that's a good one. Well, if you joined this, uh, Mark did a series of dad jokes in the opening segment. So that fits right in. Well, and I will give you a slow clap. <laughs> that was uh, not a terrible joke. Hey, well, joke, so. well, here's one. It kind of goes along with that. I, uh, I recently got fired uh, from my job at the uh, calendar factory. Okay. What happened, Mark? Took too many days off. Uh, <laughs> don't no no stop. No. <laughs> yeah, stop, don't laugh. Don't laugh. You're just I, encouraging I, me. I give it. I give it a six point eight. There you it go. Out of a, on a hundred point scale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Doc. We really appreciate this, and we'll hope to talk uh, to you yeah. soon. A lot of fun, bud. Thank right. you. Bye bye. Thanks. Hello. I always have this like terrible because I don't. You know, I'm looking at like the Skype, and I'm I'm on the like I'm on our page like the note the show notes you know so i'm not looking at like audible recording and i always have this like moment of oh my gosh like what if audible crashed like 30 minutes ago or something but it's never knock on wood i don't you know i'm not super superstitious in five years like audible has never once messed up like um, like that it's pretty incredible that is incredible <clears throat> So there's the Kavanaugh hearings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just Kavanaugh talk. Oh my gosh! Okay, so the tip of the week, way, real quickly. Okay, the calendars. Like that's what we're gonna hinge this thing on. Is this guy's got some calendars that are 35 years old? He's like, no, no. Listen, I wrote everything on the calendars. That's the way we did it. And if it's not on the calendars, it never happened. Oh my gosh! Um, I, I like we were talking about yearbooks. I don't know if that came up on on the ticket or in this thing, but I found like my ninth and tenth grade yearbook. I wrote myself a note in my yearbook. Well, that has to be good. And it was from a a woman named Wanda, and it was inappropriate, Rick. <laughs> you don't say. I will not be reading it uh, aloud <laughs> on the show. My freshman yearbook. I wrote a note to myself about some things that I was hoping to do over the summer. With myself, at, but it was Wanda. Love forever, Wanda. Mm. Not really sure. I have no recollection of writing it, but it is definitely clearly my handwriting. Your brother wrote me the best thing of all time in my yearbook. Remember, I sent y'all a picture of it. I do not. What? Yes, I do remember this. Oh, yes. so funny. For exactly what he said. Yeah. But I remember you sending Very this. Very funny. So the tip of the week, other than buying Dr. Friedman's book, Food Sanity, which when I clicked on it, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, of course. I've like, I've seen this book on like, you know, book like re- recommended. Amazon does the whole recommended stuff. Um, so very cool. I feel like Dr. Friedman is very famous and this is pretty kind of cool that we talked to him and had lots of fun. Um, January 25th. Hold on. There's somebody else in my life that has that birthday. It's familiar. 
Judd Powell. No, you don't know Judd Powell. Um, so, tip of the week, buy that book. And uh, white is unright. Is that what he said? Uh, something, something like that. White flight. If you see white, turn it into a flight. White. Maybe we should call him back and clarify. Maybe you'll <laughs> don't bite the white. Bite. Sprite. Sprite. <laughs> 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 awesome all right well i think uh i think we did it i think that's gonna do it for this edition of the superhuman podcast and remember a couple down the road my wife says to me always hugging and kissing and being sweet why can't you do the same like that guy i said are you crazy i barely know that woman <coughs> so <laughs> next time gruff the crime dog <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy yourself. <laughs>